0: Well, guys, I knew this day would come. It finally happened. TikTok banned my original TikTok account. I know a lot of you guys followed me from TikTok. So if you haven't seen a TikTok from me in quite a while, that's why. You can now follow me on my new TikTok account, at ComeOnManPod. That's all one word, at ComeOnManPod. Please follow me. Help me rebuild. I was at almost 30,000 followers when they kicked me off their platform. So come on, follow me back. I certainly appreciate it. Thank you. What's up, everybody? You are listening to Come On Man a 3% man podcast. I'm your host, Paul Bauer, and I am on the road to being a 3% man just like you. If you're new to the show, this is a podcast for fellow students of Corey Wayne's book, How to Be a 3% Man, and for men who just want to be better in general. We talk about dating, gaining wealth, being happy, and using the law of attraction to get everything we want in life. Hey, what's up, everybody? This week is a pretty fun episode. I have 3% brother from Southern California, Benjamin Smith, who I actually met on TikTok. I didn't meet him on the 3% Man Facebook group. Pretty interesting story, uh, which we get into. Um, But we talk about how we met on TikTok, how he moved from Texas to California to be with a woman only to have his heart ripped out. How he used to have the dreaded one-nitis and how he found Corey Wayne, found redemption. And then now he's actually too busy to date because he's too busy working on his purpose. I will bring you that conversation right after this. Again, that's duke.comeonmanpod.com. Don't smell like a little bitch. All right. This week, we have Benjamin Smith from Southern California. He's a web developer. And I met him on TikTok. He was doing these videos. And they were showing up in my timeline. and And the stuff he was talking about, I was like, that sounds just like fucking Corey Wayne. That sounds like Corey Wayne. That sounds like the shit I'm talking about. So I reached out to him on Messenger. And I was like, dude. You read you read 3% man. <laughs> and then we've been uh, TikTok buddies ever since. What's what's going on man?
1: Not much man, just chilling over here, you know, Southern California, California. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Trying to I, uh... I was going so you just called it for me Are you a little I mean we don't talk about politics too much on the in the in the uh, podcast, but like do you lean a little bit right? Like is... Oh, absolutely man. I'm 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 I'm
1: uh, I would say conservative libertarian so okay you know. yeah, yeah.
0: It's, all right yeah. yeah so i'm pretty much there i so i i grew up in colorado that's where i am and uh i ended up in in california with the navy and i ended up staying out there for like 15 years but when i finally ca- came back home to colorado i felt like a political refugee like i was leaving communist fucking russia and i was coming yeah. back home to freedom you know back to the us of a but now colorado yeah. is just <laughs> I'm from Texas. Oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) the Colorado, when I grew up was a red state. Now it's like California light out here. So I'm like, yeah. Where am I going to move to fucking Montana? I don't know.
1: I've been looking at Florida, man. I told you that I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of freedom in Florida. I love Texas still. If I move back to Texas, I'll probably go to Austin. Uh, But you know, Austin's pretty liberal though. Austin would be like a mixture between California and I, I love California. Like yeah. I said, I, I, I became more libertarian when I moved out here, Uh, more, more socially libertarian, I would say. But, you know, I'm, I'm still more conservative at my root, you know. I yeah, did yeah. vote for Trump, too, for all the Trump haters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that didn't work out so well. But uh, we'll see how things go in the next uh, four years, you know. We'll see. I, yeah. yeah we'll, cool. we'll see. I my parents are all like hunkered down right now. They're like, Oh, it's the end of the world. It's the end of the country. I'm like, you don't know that, you know, like <laughs> it's not over.
1: No, yeah. They, they've got to keep going. I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's crazy, but it, I, it it'll see, it'll keep going.
0: Yeah. We'll be all right. I think. So let me ask you this. So, I mean, you, you're definitely a, a Corey Wayne guy. And uh, you know, we established you, you've you've, uh, you've read how to be a 3% man, but let me ask you like, what led you to first, read how to be a three percent man like what led you to Corey wayne's work
1: i got my fucking heart broke man
0: (laughs) (laughs) all of us that's like all
1: of our stories the same it's that's what it was i mean i mean i initially moved out to california um because i was i was a long distance relationship with this girl and we had known each other for years on end and and eventually, you know, we we were visiting each other back and forth, going plane rides and road trips and all this stuff. But it was all fantasy, man. Like, you know, whenever you're doing a long distance relationship, it's it's the most elusive. Um, I would say it's like a it's like a mirage, it's not a real relationship, you know.
0: It's like uh, so, you're really just glorified pen pals.
1: Basically, yeah, glorified pen pals and um like at that point in time, it was no sex for me. I was like not even. I was not even having sex. I would. I wasn't doing anything. And and even when um, you got
0: together, though, like I mean, you guys would get get together. Nah, even,
1: and, yeah, even when I moved to California, dude, I was I was a fucking virgin, and and I just uh, <laughs> oh shit,
0: I, oh, I was
1: trying to save until marriage. I was trying to be Mister Good. Mr. Oh Mr. Wow. Good, you were two-shoe. that yeah. talk
0: about conservative.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was. I was very, very, very conservative in that regard, and so you know, it didn't work out, man. She, she broke my heart and she went on and, you know, she actually was, she had a, she had her options before she left the the relationship, even though we we actually got engaged and everything. She got her options and pulled out. She she already had someone lined up. she had had someone lined up. And I found that out like a little bit later. And like, when I confirmed her, like, damn, this girl was like really bad, bad, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, taking her off that pedestal, like, man, these women, and so I, I didn't date for a long time, yeah, um, probably about four or five years, got out of the dating game, then more recently, um, ended up dating another girl, and I, I, you know, fucked myself up, and I didn't understand, man, I was like, you know, I just jumped in feet first, you know, mm-hmm. and spent the whole lot of time, and investment on her it wasn't even it wasn't even a long relationship either it was about four months you know okay and you know like but you know we were in it and and like you know I kind of allowed myself to just get you know I guess you would say give give the power over to her you know and and so you know the chick just out of out of the blue loses oh, I'm, I'm no longer interested. I'm like, what the fuck? You know?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we a lot of us have been there, um, especially like just on the dating circuit. You know, a lot yeah. of us are are raised under the, you know, the myth of Hollywood that you got to put women on pedestals. You got to woo them with flowers and chocolates and bullshit. And if, and if you start doing that kind of suck up nonsense, like women get turned off by it. They think they want that. They say they want it. But they don't fucking want
1: it. I was, I was under the illusion that that is exactly what needed to happen. You know, it's like the, yeah. the Disney, you know, the Disney um, version of a relationship. You're the prince and, you know, you're, you know, giving her all these things. And, you know, like, you know, we, we would have these weekends. We'd go out, go out to Malibu. I'm spending like five hundred bucks on her, you know, and yeah, I've done that. I mean, I've done it. I've done it. Hanging out and yeah, yeah. You know, we we were we were you know we were fucking yeah, and, <laughs> and my bad. <man. laughs> I, I didn't see it, you know. I wasn't like it was. It was like we were talking every day though, talking every day on the phone. Uh huh. You know, with like this whole lovey dovey thing, and then all of a sudden out of the blue, she's like, you know, uh, I'm like she she like um, I don't know if you're the one. And I'm like, I like. Do you believe in the one? She's like, no. But her excuse was, I don't know if you're the one. And then, she yeah. Starts- so wait, wait,
0: wait. <laughs> Let me take a step back here. She doesn't <laughs> even believe in the one. She don't. She, don't she don't even fucking believe in the one. the one. But you, she knows you ain't the fucking one. Exactly. And I'm <laughs> oh. like,
1: what the what the fuck, man? Yeah. Like, she's like, I don't know. And and she's like, you know like when she started backing away, I'm just like, okay. So like, you know, I started to kind of, you know, be like, what am I doing? Like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? You know, that I, you know, I don't know how to keep a relationship and why is it that every time it feels like something's going good, the girl loses fucking interest, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I was just, I was in a, in a place in my life where I was just like, I want to learn this shit, man. I want to learn how to, you know, I want to learn how to date. Mm-hmm. I want to learn how to, you know, um, well, now that I understand a little bit more, you know, spin plates, I didn't understand that concept either.
0: Yeah. me neither. So
1: I was all in on one, you know, yep. and I look back and I see like, you know, we used to have conversations and she'd be like, um, when you talk to others, do you talk to hope? Like, when you're talking to a person, do you talk to a lot of people at one time or do you just talk to one person? Cause I'm only a one person type of, a and then, you know, I didn't get what she was doing. It was more of a test of hers. You know, she was trying to see where I stand. Yeah.
0: And it, do you have options? Of, you know, yeah. yeah.
1: Instead of just being vague about it, I'm like, no, nah, you know, I, I'll talk to only one person. And it was, it was fucking right after like probably about like second or third month I told her, "Hey, I got rid of the date naps. All of the date naps on my phone." That's when she started to be like, you know, her attitude starts to change a little bit. It's weird, yeah. And she started pulling back, and I'm like, "What the fuck is up?" You know, I'm (laughs) I'm trying to show you that I'm committed here. You know, I want to do this. You know, it doesn't work. Yeah. The the mind of a woman. I've been learning, man. I've been learning, like, and I had to learn this shit the hard way, because I was like putting my heart into this shit you know, yeah, like yeah. I, I wasn't doing it halfway, but you know, like I look back and I'm like, you know, you can be mad or you can get better, you know? Sure. Yeah. A bit of, you know, I was a little bit of both, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. It's, I, it's good to take ownership, you know, like what the yeah. fuck can I do better in yeah. this circumstance? Yeah. And you, I, mean, I, I, was, I, was I was doing good.
1: every fucking thing for this girl too, man. Yeah. I, I think that's the way it goes for, for most guys. It's like, you do every fucking thing, man. I'm, I'm like, you know, uh, you know, buying her stuff, you know, obviously, you know, Tell her she's man, pretty all the time. And a man, my, you know, he's like, you know, yeah, telling her she's beautiful and, you know, commenting on her photos on Instagram and you know, I you know, um going to her house and helping her fix things around her house and yeah you know doing shit like that, man. And I'm just like all this fucking effort for her <laughs> to all of a sudden right this tuck tail and turn and be like, oh, I don't know if I'm interested anymore.
0: I know. Have you, have you, um so you periodically comment on my TikToks, but have yeah. you seen some of the fucking comments that I get from these women that are like, you're giving out terrible advice. or they like, they actually like attack me directly. And I've stuff. seen them, I've seen them, dude. And it, it's just like, Oh, it's hilarious, though, because like some of them are yeah. like, no, just be honest and stuff. And I go, you think you want that? Like, I'll, I'll reply back to them, right. I go, them. you think you want that. It's cute that you think that right. but you the don't biggest, fucking want it. <laughs>
1: the biggest revelation to me is that women don't fucking know what they want. They they right. say one thing. And my my way has always been like, I'm a man of my word. And if I say something, I'm going to follow through with it. Sure. But that's communicating like a man, you know, yes but women don't communicate like that so you know when i went through this last so i like this last one like literally we we were boyfriend girlfriend for a short time because we were because before that we were talking hanging out fucking before we were even boyfriend girlfriend yeah. and i'm like I, I i myself was trying to press her to like hey you know we're going to be boyfriend girlfriend mm-hmm. and that was so fuck like I didn't understand, you know, like I was the same way we're doing, you know? Yeah. And and like finally she like gives in, she's like, oh you're my boyfriend. You know, it was like and and like that was for like probably a month. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden she's changed her mind and she literally broke up with me, dude, over a uh over, over a Zoom call while we were yeah, my fucking computer actually crashed
0: <laughs> the oh, same man. day.
1: Which was so, it was so crazy. I'm like, I, had, I got a whole new laptop. But um, it's crazy because right after that, she's like, I still want to, you know, I still want to talk. And we were talking a little bit back and forth.
0: They like keeping and them
1: like, orbiters around, don't they? Too. And we even went on like a few dates and still was fucking, you know, we were still yep. fucking. And, and eventually like, we were like, had a date set for one weekend and she she backed out. I I had been listening to Coach Corey Wayne around that time, you mm-hmm. know, because I I had gotten desperate, man, and I started working out again, getting back in the gym like I know I should have been anyway. Um, and when she backed out of that, you know, I I, I did take away. I'm like, well, you know, how about we just like do it some other like let's just not even worry about it. Let's just you know do it some yeah. other time.
0: Yeah.
1: And and she's like. Okay. Well, no, 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 no. I didn't even do the takeaway. I was like, what would you like to reschedule it? You know? Mm. And, and, and she didn't give me, she's like, I don't know. Yeah. And so in my mind, I'm like, okay, her interest is pretty much completely gone. Right. So, you know, it was like a few days later I, um, you know, I ended up, uh, I was, I was out on my morning, dude, I was doing like 10 miles every morning, like walk, run, jog, hike. Like I did that shit for like two months straight. Mm. It was not good. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't healthy because I was not eating as many calories as I should be either. I was just.
0: Yeah. I think you were saying that on your TikTok live, like you, you're losing a lot of weight. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I was, I was like just fucking exercising too much, you know? And you know, even my, got my blood test done and stuff like that. My doctor was like, you need to eat more. You look malnourished. I'm like, Oh wow. Even though I felt great, built a lot of muscle, you know, Mm -hmm. but, um, so anyway, um, one of the mornings when I was out during that same time period, like I actually was talking to a friend of mine. We had a, a friend in common and he, you know, he had went through some of the similar, some of similar shit with a girl that he had dated. He's like, and he knew this, this girl that I was dating because they were, they were mutual friends. He's married, mm-hmm. but you know, she, she, she's in the that friend group. And so I knew him and, and we knew each other. And he's like, dude, you probably should just like, pull out man you should just like not even like stick around I'm like okay cool like yeah that's fine with me so I sent her a text message and I was like hey you know what I know you were like you know y- you didn't want to reschedule date to another time but I'm just gonna pull out you know just gonna pull all the way out you know I'm not even let's just you know end this you know yeah. and that fucking broke my heart you know <laughs> I mean and yeah. and later I fucked up and went back and was like oh I should have waited and yeah. I chose weakness. Went back to her, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and you know, by that time, you know, she's 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 over it, and and it's like whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: you know, I, I every morning I was doing that ten mile hike. I was listening to Coach Corey Wayne, so I listened to the audiobook for about like I tell you about thirty times. You know.
0: Oh wow, you you got me beat. I I just yeah. finished my fifteenth read. Really? Yeah. Yeah,
1: I, I need to go back through it, but I've been going through the Rolo Tomasi. Right, Uh, yeah, you were saying that offline. Yeah, but um, you know, since it's been like you know, I think it's been like probably three or four months since I was talking to that girl, but I've been I've been dating again, dude. I was like, I I just can't take the break that I took initially. You know, Mm -hmm. I can't take another like five-year break. I was like, I I gotta get back on the horse because I'm gonna learn this shit. So I've been going out on dates, yeah. We've been hooking up like girl, this girl took me camping the other day. I'm like, damn, dude. And, and it's so different when you approach it from a different mindset, because it's like this girl, I give her room to chase me and she chases me and yep. she's inviting me. Went over to her house and damn dude, the, the first time I met this girl, we, we spent the whole weekend together mm. and, and you know, it was nothing
0: but indoor Olympics. <laughs> Let me ask you, speaking of indoor Olympics, uh, you do the uh, two steps forward, one step back to get them all worked up. Cause that, that yeah. works for me. That works Absolutely. for me very well.
1: Absolutely. Two steps forward, one step back when they're showing that resistance, but
0: like, even if resistance. they're not, even yeah. if they're not, if you just oh, like, so like uh, last night, sure. last night I had a date uh, and uh, I'm not going to name names, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I had, a, I ended like we had a good time, went out to dinner, went to a bar, came back to my place. We we're playing Jenga and so during Jenga, like I would go in and start kissing on her, kiss on her neck a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. start getting a little bit of heavy petting. Then I'd pull back and get back to playing Jenga. And then so it's like, ah, you smart. Know, so oh, so actually, you start yeah. building up that tension. Well, I just, so- it, it, that was what I got out of the book this time around. Cause I always get something new out of the book. And I got to the two steps forward, one step back. And he talks about doing that, not just when they do resistance, do it all the fucking time. And Dude, it that, builds that up this good, anticipation. Right?
1: Yeah. That's a great, that's a great tip, dude, because um, like for her, it's like, dude, this girl was just so, I mean, like the moment, like we, Coffee Meets Bagel, met on there. Oh, yeah, yeah. had a conversation and she told, you know, when, when we chatted, you know, really good conversation and she told me, hey, you know, I just, I just bought this camper, you know, really nice camper. And i just been trying to go out. She's like, i just been trying to go out to the desert and, you know, like, spend as much time as I can, you know, because, you know, I really worked hard to get this. I'm like, cool. I'm like, she's like, well, I was like, well, let me know if you ever want somebody to, you know, camp with you, you know? Mm-hmm. And she's like, you're not afraid I might rape you? I was like, I'll be delighted. <laughs> <laughs> Can't rape the willing, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, no, nah, like... It was about a month, you know, goes by and you know, she hit me up and I'm like, Yeah, you know, let's do it. You know, and she's like, Okay, cool. So met as soon as I met the girl, dude, she was all over me. It was kind of
0: It's nice, kind right? Of, kind of cool, you know, it's like Yeah. How, I mean, how, like, how old are you? man? Face. Huh? I said, How old are you? Um thirty-eight. Thirty eight. Isn't it so much nicer 30. dating in, in your late like late thirties? Man, really? I, I've gotten so so much more dating in my, <laughs> in, you know, in, in my late thirties. I'm now in my early forties than I ever did when I was a fucking teenager, you know. And then I was married all through my twenties. I like threw all that away. So it's just a
1: different world, dude. It's it. It really is a different world because it's like, you know, I mean, when you're younger, your SMV, mm-hmm. sexual market value, is lower. But yeah. as you grow older. For men, it goes up. Now, yeah. that's the only, like, honestly, that's that's probably one of the biggest things that, like, you know, it's just, it's a great insight for men. Yes. You know, if, if you understand it, you know, that, you know, men age like wine and women age like cheese. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's
0: mean, I mean, it not. Like, like milk, yeah. It's like milk, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, like, I mean, it's, it's, Sad to say
0: it that way. But, I'm, I'm going to you know. get hate messages now after this. Episode, but that's, not, that's fine. I'm used to it. I, dude, I, got, I get shit on by the feminists all the time on TikTok. Good Lord. Man, dude. <laughs> no,
1: it's, it's serious. I mean, like, you know, it, it's so true because it's almost like poetic justice in a way mm. um, because when a woman is younger, I mean, like, dude, I'm not saying every woman is like this, okay. but the way women think a lot of women think you know it's just that you're disposable like you're you're you, you don't are, have something
0: to bring to the table yeah you're worthless. It's,
1: yeah yeah it's, it's not even just it's like you got to be the table you got to be everything to these to, to a lot of these girls when they're younger you know yeah. and on okay i guess you i guess i understand that you're at your highest you know you're gonna be and then you hit 30 and you start going down anyway, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, man. I'm not trying to be like a woman basher, but
0: sure, I'm just yeah. trying to
1: speak reality, you know?
0: No, I mean, it, there's a lot of truth to it. And I and I put some of the, and a lot of this is, is red pill philosophy, you know, yeah. Tomasi yeah. type stuff, but it's, it's accurate. It's very accurate. Um, yeah. You know, like I put out a lot that like, I love single moms. Right. Yes. I love single moms. I think that women that have, have made it to like 35 and they still have never been married, don't have kids. Like some of them, yeah, sure. You know, maybe uh, you don't want to have kids. Like that's not, that's never been a priority. You have, you have no desire to have kids. Great. Night. That's Night. fine. Like, okay. That's kind of sexy. But out of the gate, just at face value, that's a red flag for me because that tells me that you've been so focused on the shit and now boom, your biological tox fucking clocks, fucking ticking. And now you're in a rush to get some lock down somebody and have some fucking kids before it's too late because women can only mm-hmm. have kids safely up to a certain age. And then it's dangerous. So they're like, know, Oh I, shit. You know,
1: <laughs> I've got a friend, his wife was 30. Um, I think he's at 35 mm-hmm. and he was he was like 47 or something like that when when they had but he's now he's he's um special needs you know what I mean
0: yeah 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 it's, not, that, because, it's not safe yeah
1: because the birth defects you know and I'm like you know I'm just like I'm 38 dude I don't have any kids never mm-hmm. been married I do want to have children though yeah but so you still I, do it
0: yeah I know, still fine right, for you like,
1: right it's like for a man you know but I also got to be careful because you know You know, I also, you know, I I just want to be careful that I don't get too old before I do it. You know, sure. Physically fit, you know, running around chasing a kid and all that stuff. You know, that's something in my mind as well. You know, yeah. But you know, it's, it's, but I've even want
0: to say, but but at thirty eight, you could lock down a twenty five year old still, like pretty easy. I know that's right. I do. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know
1: what, and I have no problem dating down or dating younger. You know, yeah, I have yeah. no problem dating younger. Uh, yeah, most, most, of, most of the young girls who approach me, dude, they're looking for sugar daddies, though, so.
0: and that's, right, that's yeah, kind yeah.
1: of a turn off. You know, that's a huge turn off.
0: Having having been married, I learned my lesson with uh, gold diggers. Um, although, yeah. which, is, which is weird, because I never even thought about it, and I think most young guys don't think about this. But when I got married, I had nothing. She had nothing. So why would I even think about a prenup? Because I have right. nothing. But right. once you get into that relationship, like she's getting into that relationship with you because she sees potential in you to do some great things. So when I started doing great things, bam, fucking alimony. You know, it's like- right. Yeah, dude. So no matter what age you are, I don't care if you're, you're a dumbass and you're getting married at 18- or if you're smart, you're you're buying your time. You're 38, and now yeah. you're ready to sell down. Get a fucking prenup. prenup. Yeah. Prenup. Yeah. No, I was just I was
1: looking at that. I was like, you know, it's it's probably going to be something I need to consider when I get married. You know, 100. Um uh, yeah. Because, I mean, because yeah, there's a lot of stuff, especially if I'm marrying a younger girl. There's a lot of stuff, you know, that I'm, you know, I'm building, and you know, and you know, part part of you know the issue with, you know, that's it's, it's Like, I don't know what it is, dude, but I feel like, you know, just, you know, the, you know, the dating scene nowadays, like, a lot of, a lot of the girls, I'm not saying everyone, but a lot of them do glorify that kind of like, oh, I'm going to date a seven figure, you know, guy, you know, and I'm like, you know. There's whole songs about it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, dude, dude, and. It's hard not to hear songs about it, you know, nowadays, yeah. you know, so. Well,
0: shit, like, I mean, that song by uh, Sweetie was, like, all over TikTok forever, you know. What, what was it again? Oh, uh, the, uh, well, I don't want to say it because I'm white, but. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, so Six yep, figures, yep, you know, yeah. Yeah, yep, <laughs> exactly
1: tap in the one called tap in yeah I think. tap in yeah that's yeah. it
0: that's it i can say tap in so yeah. <laughs> so let so let me ask you this um so you already mentioned that you you read rational mail you've read that a few times have you read yes. any other dating or relationship books or Dude, is it just these two so I, far
1: i went through um rational mail i'm going through that right now yeah um obviously coach Corey wayne sure um and then the the new one um or no david data Oh, uh, um, Wait, Way Superior Man, man, dude, that, that book is really good. Oh, Atomic Attraction, Atomic Attraction. Oh, did you Together. read that one? Audio, audio book. Well, know. yeah,
0: I always, I say read, I usually mean audio, but. Yeah. Right,
1: right. Yeah. So I, I mean, like I have a list of them and I, I went through um, Atomic Attraction several times. Mm-hmm. See, there's one more I, I'm, I'm forgetting right now. There's one more that I went, I was going through like i would have these books on on just like rotate you know yeah. when i was going, going through my morning workout so um
0: yeah I, I do the same thing although i'd like to slip in like some things to break up the monotony like so i'll throw in some like finance books or i'll throw in, oh yeah yeah dude. some law of attraction books but like, um
1: yeah i i definitely down for the law of attraction and finance books uh, so,
0: under- so i would i would say like rational male is not really like a dating slash relationship book it's more of a Robert psychology book it,
1: dude yeah. What's that? Um, dating essentials for men.
0: Yeah. So yeah. So the dating essentials for men. time like attraction, you, and three percent man are like my holy trinity of dating books.
1: Yeah, dude. I I like the the. I need to go back through the Robert Glover book, the dating essentials for men, because he does his twelve week twelve date challenge. You know. Yeah. And the twelve for twelve. I find that it's easy to get dates, dude. It's yeah. not hard for me to get dates, but most of the time I'm not going on dates like every weekend Mm -hmm. or throughout the week because I'm just like working on projects for clients, you know?
0: Yeah. Too busy.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 That was, that was my thing too. So um, when I got back on the dating circuit in like summer of 2019, um, that was the first time back on the dating circuit in like four and a half years since my divorce. And when I got divorced, I was like overweight, I weighed like 230 pounds, you know, I had, I I floundered on the dating circuit until I met this gal that I dated for four and a half years. And then when we broke up, like I was in shape. And so it was like much better time, even without knowing any of this stuff yet. I was easy. I was getting dates, like it was nothing, but I couldn't keep the chicks around more than like two or three dates because I was over pursuing. And so and so I was, and I was one I was going after one chick at a time. And then when she didn't text me back, like my whole world was fucking over. So it was that kind of stuff that led me to these books. Like, what the fuck am I doing wrong here? Yeah, yeah. And it t- turned my whole life around. I realized, oh, I should be dating multiple women at a time. So if this chick doesn't text me back, who gives a shit? And the chicks that do show interest with me, I can work on that more, you know, show them a little bit more interest, but still not over pursue, you know, and go for a really good plate. You know, I, I, you know, what? here's the thing. I,
1: I have found that there are certain types of girls that I will like try to latch on to. Okay. And I'm like a little bit more heartbroken that, oh, that plate fell and dropped, you know? Mm Mm-hmm it's, it's, it's still, it's still a process of me, like getting to that place where I'm so detached, where I'm like, I don't, you know, I really don't care. I mean, it's, it's less, it's less, um, less painful when I have multiple plates spinning, you know, yeah. and I still have, I know she's still going to hit me up, you know, yeah. but yeah, you know, it's, it's, I think it's a process of training. And, and I just think to myself, like women are like, are basically trained this way. Like, yeah, they have hundreds of options come at them every day. Yeah. And like they just
0: don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, it's, it's, um, what there's a guy that, uh, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but there's a guy that comments almost on like every one of my videos with just like really insightful shit. And yeah. I stole one of his quotes. He said, yeah. he said, uh, men call it spinning plates, women just call it dating. It's like, it's so hey, weird. That's, that's how they do it, you know? they're natural plate spinners. That's what Rolo Tomasi says. Dude, you know, um, the, the other
1: girl that I mentioned before, uh, coach Corey Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. was, she was the one who mentioned to me, like, actually she was like, um, you ever thought about just dating other people, you know, like before it all ended, you know?
0: Yeah. And I was like, She was probably probably already dating multiple people. Yeah,
1: in in my mind, her interests had already, you know, tanked. So I was like, I see where her interest is at. And she's telling me to date other people. Like, she's obviously not that into me, you know? And so I'm like, even though, like, see, and this is why, like, the Coach Corey Wayne thing works so well for me. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you don't spend a lot of time on the phone. You're not texting back and forth. You don't build that, like... Uh, connection over the phone you build it in person you know Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I was spending every almost every waking hour every time she called I was I was just too available to her you know
0: yeah
1: and she took me for granted you know I was like overly available like I would she'd always be FaceTiming me and and I'm like how does girl always FaceTiming me all the time you know Mm-hmm. and but you know there were there were some things here and there that i was like you know wonder like you know if she's chatting with somebody else you know
0: but um yeah I,
1: know, used to, I don't
0: i was gonna say i used to i used to be that guy that would uh, especially because like i i really started doing this a lot with my my long-term girlfriend there the, the four and a half years where i was just like texting her all fucking day all fucking day and then yeah. near the end, she would be like, she would really start pulling back on the text and it would, it would kill me, you know. And then when I got back on the dating circuit, like I would jump in. I try to jump into the next relationship. You know, the, the next w- girl I went on a date with, I kissed her at the end of the night. And then I was like, okay, yeah, she's the one. And then the next morning, good morning. Hope you have a good day. You know. Her texting you or are you so, texting her? Me texting her. Like this was like, oh, wow. these are, this is before I learned all this stuff. Like I would, yeah, be, the good, yeah. I would be that good morning fucking guy. That was me, a, dude yeah, I hope you sleep well, you know, shit like that, just just all fucking night, all fucking day, just texting all day, like, I have nothing better to do,
1: yeah, well, and one of the things is this girl, um, the girl I went camping with, man, she's always texting me, like, we went about a week this week, you know, without her texting me, yeah, but I try not to, like, leave a conversation thread open, but she always initiates a text, and I'm like, I'm not going to set up a time to, to, to meet up with her at this point. Cause I let her know. I was like, Hey, until mid March, I'm not going to be available to do anything, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and has got too many, too many work
0: projects or what
1: I just got, I just got I'm slammed with projects. Like I can't just go take a weekend off, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm glad she, you were able to take an hour to do this though.
1: Yeah, dude. Absolutely, man. You know, it's not a big deal here. But but like spending a whole weekend in the desert, no internet access. And she's all about going, hanging out in that camper, all that stuff. And I'm like, cool. It's cool, but you know, I just can't do it until like mid-March, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. um,
1: Yeah. So I'm like trying to keep this conversation thread closed because I don't want to be breaking the rules of uh and I'm, I guess, you know, I shouldn't try to be so rule oriented, but I know what coach Corey Wayne writes in his book yeah. is effective, you know, like I've listened to like not all of his, his newsletters, yeah. but dude, I was, I'm telling you, dude, after that last, that last one, I was super shook, dude. I was like, it shook me. And I was just like, what the fuck am I doing wrong, man? Mm-hmm. And I was falling asleep listening to coach Corey Wayne shit, man. I was like waking up every day. And it's just hard, like, to handle, you know, feeling brokenhearted after you feel like you you invest or you try to latch on to this relationship. And it's like, you don't know what the fuck went wrong, you know?
0: Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, and you're talking about even when you're spinning plates, right? Like when you have a, 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 a quality plate. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. that plate falls yeah. off. Yeah, it's kind of disappointing. Um, yeah. I know it's just like for me, it's uh, it's just a, it's about that abundance mindset. Just knowing that there's going to be another bus every 15 minutes, and once you like really start believing it, and then start seeing it in, in action, and you know, it doesn't matter. You know, like so yeah. for, in, for instance, for uh, instance, Marine Corps chick who's uh, was she's been on the show a few times. I, I don't know if you've heard episodes with her, but that was, she's my ex girlfriend. Okay. Uh, We only date, we only dated, you know, for a few months um, and she's been on the podcast a couple of times, but when it came to the end, like this was like right before Christmas. Yeah. You know, and I've, and I've done a whole podcast episode on why I broke up with her, but, but what it came down to was near the end, she started really like pulling back, you know, a little bit. So I, I was started noticing it and like, you know, Corey talks about in the the exclusive relationship stuff. Like, you need to open up your woman. Like, if she's po- pulling back, you yeah, need to you need right. to open her yeah. up and find out what's going on. And so we, so I tried to open her up, have this conversation with her, and what it really just came down to was she would not speak my love language, right? Mm. And so I was like, "That's," she goes, "But that's not how I I I give love." And I go, well, "That's not how love languages work." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, exactly. I go. I go, you have your top like two or three love languages, I'm supposed to cater to those. I have these top love languages, you're supposed to cater to those. And if you're not catering to mine and I'm not catering to yours, then we're not speaking each other's love language and it's not gonna work out. So if you're unwilling to, to speak my love language, then I think we should just go our separate ways. Mm, and, and, yeah, that's, I and I was just straight up with her about it. And she's like, she's like, yeah, fine or whatever. And I was like, okay, you know, <laughs> take care of yourself. And I walked out with my head held high and I wasn't heartbroken about it. it I mean, so it's good. unfortunate. She was, a, she was a really cool chick, but it was just like, I'm going to find someone else that will speak my love language. You it know? is
1: that abundance mindset. You know, and, and, you know, like what I meant about when I was listening to the coach Corey Wayne books, like yeah. during sleep, that was actually right after that, uh, uh-huh. and I, I wasn't in the plate spinning mindset yet. Like, uh-huh. I didn't. Okay. I didn't even understand this, you know, like how to, you know, have multiple options. You know, I wasn't even actually, I, I wasn't in a place where I was thinking about having multiple options. I was, I was like the one-eyedest man, you know?
0: (laughs) I used to believe, I used to believe that it would be too much drama to be dating multiple women. Like, I'm like, how uh would I keep them straight? What if they run into each other in town? I don't want to deal with that noise, but it turns out that's not really, like I I've never had that happen. I date, because I live in the middle of nowhere, so I'm dating, like, a chick in Montrose, I date a chick in Grand Junction, yeah. they're, they're fucking, like, an hour apart from each other, they're never going to run into each other, it'd be very, right, right, you know,
1: yeah, 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 one, one of the girls I'm dating is, is, um, past, you know, um, shoot, she's in LA, she's, let me just say, she's in LA, okay, one of the girls that I'm dating is here locally, okay, and so, got a couple of plays spinning right now, but there's, there's several, you know, who, you know, I've been chatting with kind of over the dating apps and things like that. Um, and so like getting that rotation going for me is like, you know, it's not the priority priority thing, but I don't have like, it's like, it's not that I don't have a lot of options right now. It's just some, you're working on your purpose, working
0: on my works, working on my
1: kingdom, dude.
0: That's what, I mean, I feel like, um, I feel like that there's a lot of guys that get caught up in that. Like if they don't have a girlfriend, they're not in a relationship. That becomes their sole fucking purpose in life, and they're and they've yeah. got it all wrong. You need to have right. a an actual purpose like your work, you know, maybe hobbies, you know, your yes. you know things that you're interested in. Like those should be your purpose. That should be Absolutely. your main focus. And the women are just you know icing on the cake. They
1: they are a compliment to it. They're they're yeah. not the cake, you know. And that's a big, you know, that that's a bit kind of a light bulb that, you know, goes off. Once you understand that women want you to be selfish, they don't want you to be like focused on them. Mm-hmm. A woman should be a compliment to a man and should accompany him, you know, yeah. and follow his lead, you know?
0: Yeah. What do they say? <laughs> what do they say that uh, women wait at the finish line to fuck the winner? You know, like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> go at the finish line dude they wait at the finish line they don't they're not even caring about the race you know yeah yeah um i think you know i think it's a good thing if you do have a woman who maybe she's a high quality high value woman who would not mind supporting you and mm. your vision when you're going through life you know that's a great thing you know yeah it's hard to find those nowadays you know uh, uh you know
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I, you know, it's funny. Like I, uh, I would say I wouldn't let me take a step back here. One of the things that Corey talks about in the book is, uh, if you have to talk about past relationship, put a positive spin on it. Right. Right. So I've spent, I spent months, you know, thinking about all the good things about my exes, just so that if I Mm. had to bring it up, I don't sit there and dwell on all the net na- like all the nasty shit right so right, like yeah. like so one of the things that i i definitely look back on with my marriage and i fucking hate my ex-wife right like yeah. <laughs> so like my my uh my last long-term girlfriend she came sniffing back around she's back in the rotation again but oh, wow. so like i don't I, I didn't hate her you know right for that but my ex-wife bitch so i really had to sit there and think about like what was good about this relationship and one of the things was was that she motivated me to go to college you know she nice. w- with her um, with her networking skills was able to get me my foot in the door into IT you know she was able yeah. to get my first basically my first job in IT so nice. yeah. she she was a woman that stood behind me and pushed me to be better so that later she could take my money but that was that's neither here or there <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's <laughs> another story. was <laughs> in the time. No, dude. Yeah, I mean, my yeah, like at this point, you know, where I'm at in life, I'm just like, I'm not gonna be looking for it. Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna be expecting it. It'd be a nice surprise, but like from what I've understood and what I've where I see that a lot of women in our culture are at, where I see they are at is woman empowerment you know it's it's fem centrism Mm -hmm. it's um like this man better take care of you he better pay for you he better pedestalize you he better make you his fucking idol you know yeah and that that mindset in women you know it's it's really what causes the red pill to happen you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and i think coach Corey wayne brings a lot of balance to it you know because there are truths to the red pill. Um, but then some can be taken to the extreme as well. You know, yeah. like you go all the way, pull black pill, go MGTOW. Yeah. And I'm like, um, I'm not. Those I'm MGTOW not guys are I'm sad,
0: sad th- motherfuckers.
1: <laughs> I know, dude. I'm not down to go MGTOW, but like I some didn't... of the MGTOW stuff is like truth, but it's real. Like there's no positive outlook any. no none no? of it
0: no if for people that are listening that don't know what MGTOW is it's uh it's an acronym it means men going their own way basically they've completely given up on women and they're like fuck it I'm going to play video games and jack off for the rest of my life it's like what kind of fucking life is that oh well I'm happy I don't have to deal with women's bullshit you know what yeah. if they go to YouTube and just search for MGTOW yeah. like you ain't a lot of shit, man. You're going to yeah. be like, oh, damn. That's the legit He-Man Woman Haters Club. And they- <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. I'm like, damn, man. Like,
1: at one point, like, I think it was after my my engagement ended. Like, yeah. when I was- Because I, I invested so much time. Dude, I packed up my fucking life from Texas and moved to California for this girl. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I was, like, this close to going MGTOW, bro. I was like, yeah, I'm going MGTOW. All women, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But,
0: you know, I like pussy too much, man. I can't quit. No, right.
1: Like, <laughs> you know, with Coach Kurt Wayne and uh, I think one guy, one guy. Um, you probably, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, what's his name. Uh, shoot, he called it peace League. <laughs> what he say? Uh, he he calls it peace leave. <laughs> A peace leave. Like, I know. It, like you'll never see it. The thing. <laughs> like, Oh, he's a
0: red pill dude, though. I'm like, dang, dude. That's hardcore. hardcore. One of the things I love about Dating Essentials for Men, like Dr. Robert Glover's book. Robert Glover, yeah. Yeah. He talks about, like, and he wrote No More Mr. Nice Guy, which is a a, a really good good. book about I have that one as well. I have that one as well. Yeah. And that one's all about, you know, like not being a pushover, being like learn to be assertive and stuff like that. And a lot of that, those philosophies go into dating essentials for men, but he talks about like how, yeah, there's shitty women, but there's some really great women out there. Yeah. And there really are like, think about your mom, right? Exactly. So when, so when like these guys sit there and be like, oh, all women are gold diggers. All women are bitches. Really? Is your mom a gold digger? Is your mom a bitch? Maybe she is. I don't know. Mine's not. My, my mom is a fucking angel straight from heaven. I'm sure she's still a virgin. And it's so true. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, man. It's like immaculate conception. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, dude. Your
1: mom and your sister. You know, it's like you never, you never hate them. I mean, if you have a good relationship with them, obviously. You know, most most guys' mom and sister. There, you know, they they never see them the way they would see, you know, a lot of the women out in the dating scene. You Mm -hmm. know, it's like, and and vice versa for the women. You know, like you know, one man hating feminist. You know, it's like. Think about your dad and your brother, you know, yeah. you know, if you had a good family, you know, so.
0: See, I had a good, I had a good family, um, but I think like most of us learn relationships from our, our parents, you know? True. And, um, and so like, so I learned everything from my dad, you know? So when I went into, in, into my marriage, I had the same fucking mentality my dad did, which is mm. men never win. Men are like the fucking Indians and old cowboy movies they never win you know and and you know happy wife happy life and all that kind of shit right and my dad's my dad's fucking miserable he doesn't really treat my mom that great and it's like Mm -hmm. it's like you know what this is why my marriage failed because i i fucking Mm -hmm. learned this from you so now wow now it's now it's like learning this stuff going god if i would have done this differently back then man it would have been it would have been a game changer you know
1: Doing and, and understanding like the masculine feminine dynamic you know mm-hmm. um especially you David know David
0: data's book is really David good data's
1: that. book and I you know I only found out about David data through coach Corey Wayne, yeah. you know and I think coach Corey Wayne pulls a lot of stuff from David data you mm-hmm. know that book by David data is like is profound like it really is profound and and like understanding the polarity of the sexes the masculine and feminine is that you always need to have that polarity. It can't be like when the man becomes more feminine and he's chasing the girl and he's like concerned about relationship, the relationship and trying to put a title on it. All of that shit is going to get you dumped.
0: Yeah, You know, (laughs)
1: It, it will. Cause that's exactly where I was with my last relationship. I was trying to put all the title on it. And I was like, focused on this girl too much, man. I was focused yeah. on the relationship too much. I wasn't focused on my purpose. Like I got distracted from my purpose, you know? Yeah. And I didn't let her chase me. Like she was chasing me. Like literally she was chasing me. But then when I started chasing her, she started running away.
0: Yeah. And
1: I, I was too dense to understand that dynamic is that what you chase will run away. Like if you're a man, like and you're chasing these women, she's always going to run away from you. Like yep. Because they're like that. Like the man is like, it's like supposed to be the one who's being chased, you know?
0: Right. Which is uh, which is hilarious because I keep putting videos out on TikTok about uh, basically, you know, and 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 I don't advocate men not pursuing at all because even Corey says like you have to pursue a little bit in the beginning. You initially, yeah. Yeah. You initiate the like maybe the first two to three dates, but by then she's going to start reaching out to you and then you use that as an opportunity to set dates. She still thinks that you're pursuing, but in reality she's pursuing by reaching out to you first. And And if she's chasing
1: you, she's not dumping you. A hundred percent.
0: And so, but these women don't understand that, that when they're reaching out, they're doing the chasing and that they need to do that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They don't don't realize that psychology, they need to do that. Well, I mean, like, I think, like I, I,
1: I thank Cor- Corey Wayne for, for um, enlightening me to a lot of this stuff because, you know, the the part about you know the, the dynamic between the man and the woman chasing, you know, the woman chasing the man, the man initiating, yeah. but also the part about. Um, you know, the date setting up the definite dates, you know, because that's really important. You need to be decisive. Yeah. That's masculine being that's a masculine trait to be decisive and set that definite date. Yeah, um, and have a plan and have a plan for the date, you yeah. know, and I look I, I look at some of these women on TikTok, man, giving out dating advice. And I'm like, like, I used to be the dude following these women's advice. Right. I'm, I'm glad I know better now because like they're telling oh man, you need to chase more. You need to go after them more. Like always try that shit, you know, it passed.
0: Yeah. It never (laughs) worked, you know? Oh, I know. I know. Uh, you know, it's funny though. So I did, I did what, um, I had a viral video. Okay. And and I, I don't know how many like views it's gotten now, but, uh, I can, I consistently get comments from women going, yes, Thank you. Oh my God. Why is it so fucking hard? And it's, and it's all about setting a definite date. And it's, it's, it's just like, I was like, men, if you're on a dating app, you shouldn't be spending more than 10 to 15 minutes chatting back and forth, bantering before you find a segue to set a definite date. And then don't ask her what she wants to fucking do. What do you like to do? Eh." No, don't do that. It doesn't matter what the fuck she wants to do. Have a plan and tell her, meet me at this place at this time. Yeah. And and these women are like, just, fucking oh my god thank you and they, it's been shared so much dude it's- i'm gonna tell you dude so many women have complimented
1: me through the dating apps And i love the way you plan the date
0: yep she's
1: like i love that you you want to plan the date and i'm like what these men don't want to plan the date that's no, like no, they don't honestly i'm not gonna lie dude personally that's one of the things i learned the hard way as well too same you know, know? With that last with that last relationship, I didn't even necessarily learn it from Coach Corey Wayne. Like the with that last girl I was dating, like she she was, I would ask her, Well, what do you want to do? You know, yeah. like
0: kind of indecisive, you know? Yeah, because we like, want to make them happy. So let's do man. what you want to do. But the thing is, they don't give a fuck. They want us to make the decision, they want us to plan shit, they just want to show up and be pretty. Like, like <laughs> one, like
1: one of my plates says, she says, My pleasure <laughs> is to please you. That's what she oh, told me. me. I'm like, okay, that's a good point. All good right, plate. baby. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I love seeing it's a different dynamic, dude. Like the masculine brings out a different dynamic in women, dude. Yeah, I got, I got, I got one girl who wants me to spank her and all kind of stuff. Like, dude, I'm not talking about just spank her. I'm talking about like hold her hair a little bit
0: real bdsm type stuff dude. <laughs> dude oh shit oh you brought that up okay so after so so my my last long-term girlfriend like one of the things that i found out in the bedroom was she liked to have her hair pulled a little bit and i was like okay uh-huh. okay that's little uh-huh. so freaky and then when i broke up with her like i swear to god every chick that i i banged after her yeah wanted yeah. a little bit of roughness they wanted a little bit of yeah. dominance they wanted they, they tied no, up they wanted hair pulling like,
1: no she dude i'm telling i'm not i'm not gonna get too explicit i know sure is, sure it's sure. a
0: children thing but I'm telling it's not you, a children's this, show
1: no but girl <laughs> wants me to bang hard she be squirting all over the place and- oh fuck.
0: <laughs> but but you know what they didn't sell like fifty billion copies of Fifty Shades of Grey because women aren't into this shit. Exactly, dude. Exactly. No, dude. Yeah. She, she's got she's got her own little
1: cuffs and and <laughs> she got her little collars and pink, pink fuzzy <laughs> fucking handcuffs. I'm telling you, dude. Know that? Know that, man. Girl. She's she's fine. She's fine.
0: Sounds fun.
1: And, and, and she wants. That dominance, she you know, yeah. she's like you know, she want. Women love that, dude. And I think the most masculine type women get into that masculine frame because they don't experience the masculine. They don't understand like what it feels like to be around a masculine man. Like, because most men are emasculated, dude. Yeah. They they've been like their balls are cut off, and they that's, just want to please women, and I was they think say that's that- the way to go.
0: I was you know? gonna say, that's one of the that's one of the good things about dating a female cop is because oh, yeah. female cops in their day-to-day life have to be fucking tough you know yeah they do have to be super masculine they be, so they so when they're off duty they like to be women and they all right dude you know what I, mean? I gotta
1: find me a female cop bro <laughs> yeah
0: i i dated one once for a few months uh dude. yeah she was she was a she was a smoke show. Well, we're uh, we're almost at an hour here, brother. So let me just uh, let me just ask you one last question. I like to ask this to pretty much everyone. Um, okay. What does being a a three percent man mean to you? <clears throat> oh, man. Well, I mean,
1: it means having an advantage with women, dude. It, I mean, literally, it like it turns it flips the entire narrative of what I used to believe about women. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was already kind of a little bit into the red pill stuff, hadn't, you know, but it gives me an understanding of like of how women are, man. And and I, I guess it's just, you know, wise with women, dude. You just you just start to know how to be around and be with, you know, from from dating to the you know, short and long-term relationships. Women and even those who you're who you are not dating, like in general, women in general, you just understand women, um, what they want because most of the time they don't sell you what they want,
0: you know, know what the fuck they want, they they (laughs) don't know
1: what the fuck they want, they can't articulate it, you know, they'll like that's why they'll, you know, they'll begin to fidget and you know, become undecisive when a guy is all pursuing them, Mm -hmm. like they they start to like. Get confused because that guy is coming from that feminine frame. He's coming from that feminine mindset, and it confuses the hell out of them because of their core it's feminine. Mm-hmm. You know, most women have a feminine core, and they start getting this man that's coming at them from a feminine uh, yeah. frame, and and they're just turned
0: off. Yeah, they start losing attraction. They don't even know why, because they've been raised on the same fucking Disney princess bullshit as we have. dude. And and they're like, I don't get it. Like he's pursuing me just like Prince Charming, but it's turning me off because it goes against their DNA.
1: And it it finally helps me to realize, being a 3% man finally helps me to realize, you know, what the fuck is wrong with me when I can't keep or why I couldn't keep a relationship and why girls would be turned off. You know, even though I was doing every fucking thing in my power, move states, you know, like pouring out all of my time, attention, and love to these girls, but then they go with what I perceive to be like the bad boy. You know? Yeah. You know, it's 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 just, you know, it's it's life changing, dude.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. I think that's a good yeah. answer. All right. Benjamin Smith from Southern California. Thanks, man. You man, gotta come back on again. This was
1: a real fun conversation. Absolutely, man. Anytime in the future, let me know. Let All right, me know. Man,
0: I'll, I'll hit you up, dude. I'll talk to you later. I Appreciate it, man. All right. Bye. Benjamin, thanks for joining me, brother. You're welcome back anytime. I love your TikTok videos. And uh, I am glad that we were able to connect finally to do this. We, we had some communication difficulties with email and whatever, but uh, I'm glad we got that figured out. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining again. And we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to Come On, Man. If you're new to the podcast, I highly recommend reading How to Be a 3% Man by Corey Wayne at least 10 to 15 times. I recommend you watch his coaching videos on YouTube, and I recommend that you engage with other 3% men in our 3% Man Facebook group. Links to all of these are in the show notes. If you like this episode, please give us a good rating on your podcast platform of choice and share with all of your bros. Now go out and get it!